Hello, kapla, and welcome everyone to our fan cast. We're a Star Wars boy, a Star Trek girl, and a sci-fi wingnut talk about the new Star Trek series, Strange New Worlds. We are super excited to geek out, talk about the new show, so let's bring in the intro music and get going. What's up, y'all? This is the fourth episode of Star Trek and uh, season one, episode four, Memento Mori, otherwise known as Meet the Gorn. Man. Man, you called it. You called it last time. You did call it, man. I I didn't think it was going to come this soon, which basically uh, makes me convinced that there is actually going to be a larger conflict with the Gorn later in the season. Right, considering we never actually saw the Gorn. We just saw the ships. Well, actually, you have to admit that they did play that well, since Kirk still has to meet the Gorn at some point in time and have no clue who the Gorn are. The fact that they still left them shrouded in some mystery actually works. But left blood trails everywhere, and and they we have enough with Laon's past that she like like it was like super haunting when she, you could tell she's reliving past trauma with the whole clicking thing. <laughs> Which you find, if for some reason, in my head, even though we didn't see them, it makes it worse. In my head, I'm like, okay, this was the 60s when Star Trek came out. I'm thinking of the whole aliens from Land Before Time, Land Before Lost, no, Land, Land, Land of, of the Lost. Lost. They they, uh, they you, walked around the clicking will, noises all the time. I will admit that the Gorn outfit in the original 60s Star Trek did look a, yes. a tad bit like a sleigh stack. Yes. That's what I see in my head when I think of the Gorn. It was it was completely terrible and hysterical. That's what. <laughs> but there, uh, I I I appreciated all of Laon's you know, because they've set her up for this, and I think Jake had that called the first and second episode. I mean, they've set her up that this is who she you know this is what she's here for. Yeah. she is here as an anti-Gorn. Device and she's a Gorn detector, and she's good at it. And you know, as much as we see, you know, she has trauma with it. She's she froze at the window, which I thought was she's really emotionless about most everything. Yeah, which I thought was tastefully done. I mean, this is PTSD. She has wildly huge PTSD, and well, she she's also now a foil for Spock. Yeah, yeah. What? Well, it's she is basically. She's the same as him. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll make this actually an easier because I'll equate it to another scene. Uh, and but this one kind of goes in the opposite direction. Do you remember when Spock met Data in the Next Generation? Mm, no. There, there was two episodes back to back where Spock was working to do the reunification. Oh, that's of right, that's right. And he was going kind of loopy on everybody. Yes, and he meets Data. And basically, they have the conversation that Data is what Spock has always esteemed to be and is rejecting everything that Spock has ever wanted to by trying to become human. You've got a very, very similar situation here going is that Spock is basically what La'an is trying to become. Emotionless. Yes. 
And she's not making it. <laughs> Which and she's a she's not making it, and B Spock is on his way to learning that whole thing that he eventually says to Kim Cattrall that logic is the beginning of wisdom, not the end. I like the whole parallel that they had, where most of the time on she's always emotionless, she's always blunt in your face. I don't give a crap about what we're talking about, and everyone else around her is happy and, and cheerful, like hey, it's gonna, it's going to be okay. Well, it reversed this time, and she's given Ortegas and you know like he has to look, when the captain looked at Ortega you know her to <laughs> handle like, your you, girl handle your girl you gotta you gotta be the, the cheerful one for this I like to have those roles reversed and uh, Pike did a fantastic I, job with with like not dressing her down like you are bumming everyone's high here like would you go lighten up just to t- he's hey uh well, well, what's going on with you I mean I'm I'm sure I'm not going to tell you something that you haven't picked up on already, which is the fact that Pike's main thing is the fact that he knows how to handle everyone. Yeah. You know, he, he knows how to get Ortega to get all psyched out about doing the dangerous thing that's probably going to kill everyone. He knows how to get Laon to start acting like a leader and be cheerful when needs to be. He, he knows how to get the best out of everyone. Yeah. Well, you heard his miracle philosophy, which was awesome. Exactly. <laughs> you know, if you expect miracles out of him, provide him a positive way to get there, they might give you one. Yeah, the way he gets Ortega is going is talking about her abilities of, yeah, I heard you're the best at this. Oh, challenge accepted, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's a horror, not Ortega's. <laughs> Imagine being able to tell it. people no. that you surfed a black yeah. hole. Come on. <laughs> what she called the, the, bike. the pike maneuver. The pike maneuver. So I... I, I this oh oh okay can can i say that we that somewhere along the line when somebody wrote this episode that the original plan was to possibly dump the warp core and somebody went no no we can't do that yeah. again <laughs> we've done that before I, we don't have another one <laughs> yeah we don't have a, another warp core uh there's but but, but yeah I, I saw that and went oh that's the warp core MacGuffin. <laughs> there's well you knew the formula right they had this big bomb <laughs> in the cargo bay, and I'm like, they're going to drop that bomb. They're like, that's going to be a bomb they drop. Away. I mean, you could see the the formula. Like, cause Star Trek has done this more than once, right? We're, we've got a bomb with us. We're going to use it somehow. Uh, so you knew that was going to happen. There's you also been a gonna... Star Trek TNG episode with this very same title. Has there? Yeah. Was there? I think so. I've seen this before. Okay. Okay. I will take your word for it. I don't know. I don't remember the titles. I remember very few titles. I, I've never. I've actually never really paid much attention to the titles. I think. I think the only one I title I ever remember just because of the episode that it is is um, now I can't even remember what it is actually. Yesterday's Enterprise. <laughs> well, the uh, speaking of stuff that is weird and you shouldn't remember it, and it's weird that you pay attention to it. There's a couple of things that stood out to me in this one that really shouldn't have. One was number one's fingernails were absolutely gorgeous, and I'm not sure why. Uh, they were like laser. Is, hol- is that what you call it? Is that what you call a balcony? Yeah, moment? it is a balcony balcony moment. It's it's like one of those things. And for those of you who are from another cast, we have, we cast with another guy named Beef. And whenever he's watching videos, he's always focused on the background, like if stuff isn't picked up in the room or something like that. Well, we were watching this video once, and Beef was like, "That's a nice balcony." Have you guys seen that balcony? It's a great view on that balcony. I, bet, I wonder how much. Uh, I bet you the rent is more expensive in that one because of that balcony. And he just kept going. He's like a squirrel. Squirrel. Yeah. 
when to put this as politely as possible, the balcony is the last thing in the in the shot that, that you should, you should be, paying be paying attention, attention to. to. And number one's fingernails when she had the mask over her face and she was kind of holding the mask and everything. And I'm like, wow, those are really pretty. I wonder if she spends a lot of time on those. Like they, they were like gold laser holographic, and I'm like. Huh. She Gotta takes match the, your shirt. She takes the time to be pretty. I, I really like that. Um, also, one of the things... There's holes in her. Yes. Yeah. Other than, you know, other than the fact that she was dying and needed a transfusion. I mean, but her fingernails look great. Super on point. Uh, I hear you have an interest in archaeological medicine. Yeah, exactly. Which she's never won the sew. I didn't, I didn't get that. She I did mean, sew. She didn't? She did. Who? She didn't sew on on number but one. But that's who they were implying that he needed he needed her but she, skills but to work But the nurse on behind it. her was sewing, and she was helping the nurse. And uh, like I, I think they needed to sew a lot of people. That's why he was doing. But all I'm saying is Una, they implied that they were going to do Una. Next thing you know, it's not her doing the sewing. This is true. However, look, OCD. I, look. Well, she's also the nurse, right. and not hot. the doctor. Oh God, is that woman hot? I, mm. It's sarcastic. Also, and funny. I love her. I used to think that there was something weird that they were doing with her eyes, and now I realize after I saw this episode, like it's, it's just her eyebrows. It, no, it's the lights on in sick bay. They are super bright and everything, and they're just reflecting off her eyes. Um, just, but still, that woman is just flat beautiful. My question is, how can she wear white the entire time, and that, especially in this particular episode, and not get blood on her? It's unrealistic. It probably has something to do with the. the it's, once again, another you know technical MacGuffin. It probably has something to do with. <laughs> no, the it's like hydrophobic or like fabric or something. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. <laughs> well, they have that now. They have hydrophobic fabric. It didn't keep. Don't Una make from me say that too many times because I can't say hydrophobic fabric. I can't say it fast. <laughs> but. They Una, have stuff Una like that. Had blood o- all over her. Yeah, because she doesn't need to have that. Well, she's not in like well, universal well, scrubs. Well, it, it, yeah, she she's not medical. Universal scrubs. That's <laughs> what they're called now. It's universal scrubs. They're white. That. She's got the little like semi UGG boots on, and a she's tunic. Like, and there there were several nurses running around wearing the I'm same thing. You know, like she's got the, her little gray UGG boots, and she's got her universal scrubs on. And she's all like beautiful and stuff. All I can tell, all I can say is that this is my second wife right there. <laughs> Crusher, her assistants were never this cute. Uh, no. Also, they were never that tall because that is a tall friggin' woman. Then again, it was Crusher, and that's all we. I don't know do. how tall. No, 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 no. I can't remember what her name was. What was the? What was the? The little the, Asian the, woman. The, yeah. I'm saying I, yeah, I know she, she had her. I'm saying she wasn't this as cute as this one. Did she have her though? Did she? Did she? Good question. I wonder. That'd have been a whole late, other episode. Late nights in sick bay. <laughs> they just scanning each other. They're just taking turns. Okay, now you lie down. I'll scan oh. you. Let me tell you the amounts of fan hey, fiction hey. that I found oh. over TNG between <laughs> Troy and Crusher. I get to say, I enjoyed hey, it. I, I, if we have the episode in which somebody comes into sick bay and finds her sitting on Mbanga's uh, lap, I'll, I'll buy. Tell it. me another story, Doctor. read me another one only dirty um also do you guys are you guys ever upset this is i'm just going through my balcony moments here um are you guys ever upset about how flared out the bottom of their boots are like they have these skinny little ankles 
And then the then they have the boot, and then the the tread on the boots have way too much heel, and they're like way bad. Maybe it's because they have gravity. I, they need I gravity. Think, I think they're trying to go back to, to be as 60s. retro as they can with it to the sixties yeah. one, which basically everybody had Cuban heels back then. Yeah, John Fluvog made those boots, and I was looking around and like, what? I, I'm I keep trying to find out like if he had any inspiration for the old show, or is this? You know, because they are like a like a Cuban heel and and you know something you know, I I'm not quite sure what kind of cut of boot. I can they honestly were, but... tell you I haven't been looking at their feet. Really? No. Not at all. Uh, I might next time now because of you, but no. It's <laughs> not my fetish. To, sorry. They they managed to update the shirts a little bit, but the the pants and boots are very very. They retro. are very retro, and I was just like, hmm. All right, well, I, but it bothers me because, like, I watch, like, Pike, and I'm like, the bottom of his foot and the back of his heel are abnormally scaled. I'm not sure what I'm looking at because well, the rest of them are so retro. That's, trim. I mean, that's what it is. And, well, yeah. They're supposed to be 60s retro, just like just like they changed the, the color scheme at the beginning of it when you see the Star Trek symbol. It's 60s retro. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like red, yellow, and gold. That's or uh, be, red, gold, and blue. That's going to be great. That's my next tattoo. Really? What the, the 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 yeah the symbol with the watercolors, you know my girl she could do watercolors so I'm just gonna use those the red blue and gold. That actually does sound pretty cool. I know that is pretty cool. I think I'm gonna get on my shoulder. That's with the steampunk girl or the other one. Mm, no, I'm talking about actually on my shoulder. Oh, the back of your, like your shoulder blade. Maybe. I don't know. Steve, That's gonna hurt like a I don't bitch. have a lot of room. Uh, actually, actually, no, that doesn't hurt that bad. I don't have a lot of room. Beyond, uh, you don't have a lot of room on your my, sleeve. Yeah, I've got enough. To, I've got one, two. I've got Lord of the Rings on both of my shoulder blades. So yeah, yeah, that one doesn't hurt. Did you ever get bad. your Star Wars tattoo, sir? No, I'm waiting for July. <laughs> I mean, it's completely besides the point for this particular cast, but I promised my Will, who will be that point 18-year-old daughter, that I would go get her first tattoo with her. Oh, that's cool. Our girls are already wanting to get tattooed. Oh, yeah, no, ours are... Kayla's well, pretty good I, at bo- it. Bo- both her mother and I have them, so neither one of us can look at her and say, don't exactly. do it. Um, and I, if I go with her for her first one, I can at least exert some level of control over the situation, make sure she ends up someplace cool, all, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I will never, ever get one on my calf again. That is, I have six tattoos, and that is the most painful spot I've ever had one on. Yeah, you were hopping around for a little while. Well, I mean, it hits the sciatic nerve the entire time. Imagine if you wore Star Trek boots, it'd cover it, like, like new Star Trek boots, it'd cover it up. <laughs> You wouldn't even be able to see it. See, now that's why I kind of don't to do want like a, to get like a, a tattoo on the back of my 60s, shoulder because then I can't see it. You'd have to do a 60s retro chuck-a-boot or something like that, like those low heel or low ankle ones just to see your thing. And then, well, the, only person, my thigh, then. the only person who's going to... Oh, yeah, baby, get yourself a thigh <laughs> tattoo. Um, the only person who'd enjoy the Star Trek sh- the tattoo on the back of your shoulder blade is me, when you're naked. Well, see, I can't well, see it on the bag. That's why, I know. That's what that's I'm saying. I'm the, the only one who's going to oh, enjoy okay, it. Okay. Well, okay. Only. I know what you need to do. I know what you need to do. You need to get a phaser on one hip and a tricorder on the other. <laughs> she's, she's, you're a permanent red shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I've always been a permanent red shirt. Damn it. <laughs> or, or you could always get the, um, 
TNG communicator tattooed on the uh, upper left I'd side of your chest. I'd just be touching your boob the entire time. <laughs> like, it's not working, babe. The computer. 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 It, computer. Doesn't, it doesn't make the noise? <laughs> I'd say the funniest thing is we, we programmed and we changed the name of our Alexa to, to the, the name of the computer. And if you're watching Star Trek and it's loud enough and it you... If it hears the word computer, it tries to answer for you. Yeah. Or if you say, like, you know, fire photon torpedoes. It makes or, the noise. It, it does. Or, or Well, it's, it's always it's always something. I mean, my, mine, we never change the name on it for, and, it's, and it tries to answer every time there's an election. The only thing commercial. we don't do is if you say red alert. Oh, no. You, if you say raise shields, it tries to turn the alarm on in the house. Yeah. It oh, does. <laughs> but you can tell it to auto-destruct, and yeah. it'll do a countdown. It'll, it, she'll go, Okay. But only if you pause it dramatically at the last second. It's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, we, we it went make through. Star Wars noises? We never... Oh, yeah. Okay. The computer. <laughs> There's no one here, but the computer is talking I to love us. it. What's I it doing? It. No, it's I wouldn't. Counting. <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't get the team. I like this Star Trek symbol that they have at the beginning. Yeah, it's a lot. Uh, it's, with the It's 60s with watercolor, but but it's it's a lot more updated than the original I mean, I don't. Version. You don't have a lot of real estate left on your arms, baby. I've got four tats on my oh. arms. Arms. Um. Well, the the original version was kind of like just an iron. Yeah. Yeah. The original one, no. This one looks pretty freaking cool. It does look cool. It does look cool. And my tattoo artist specializes in watercolors, so I'll just have it drip like the one that's on my leg. I would like to get a tattoo of Chapel on me somewhere. That would be... Mm. That girl, that girl is hot. I'm like, I unbelievable, otherworldly beautiful. Just, that woman in the person. I, th- I think more than anything else, the personality that they gave her in this series Flawless. is just yeah. amazing. No, you know? I mean, Laon, you wouldn't want to be in a relationship with. Like, I would like to see Laon with. She'd probably down. kill you in her sleep when she's having a PTSD PTSD dream. I just want one episode okay. with her hair down. Other than that, I okay, like better hot hands. That's my girl. Mm. You'll you'll probably understand this after you just heard the story I told prior to the cast. But <laughs> of the all story the people we can't in say this out show, loud. Okay. Exactly. The but of all the people that are in this that has been in this show that I would probably personality wise choose to date would be um, Spock's future wife because Supreme. she would just tell me. You know, it's not just kind of like you, you, there's no question. It's kind of like. This is yeah, I married one of those. This is super. Miss Pringles. Yeah, it's super nice. Like they, just, she just uh, when Shannon's upset with you, you know, and she tells you exactly why she's upset with you. This is very handy you information know, to have. I think most of the time my personality would be on, but it's also Una with a I, little bit of Chapel. I'd say when I met you, it was more on. Now it's a lot more number one. It's you're a lot calmer now than you used to be. And just as goofy as M- M- most of us, most of us are at this point. In yeah, life. I-, I would say so. Well, the, uh, for for those of us who who for those of you who don't know, all three of us are in our forties. Well, so I, I would say, Laon's way more cynical. I'm. See, I, you just I used get, to be that cynical. I get her actually. because I don't believe in any of you people. I, I don't trust any of you people. I, and and, and Laon is one of those people who I think if you called her cynical would be the one who would answer with you of no, I'm a realist. Yeah. Yeah, she. I think when whenever we met, I was more of, of chapel because I ran everywhere chasing after people, and she and I enjoyed it. Yeah. Oh no, Shannon used to love running people down. 
It was it was it was not Man, a good week. And if you week. make me run, you're gonna feel it when I catch you. It was not a good week unless she had at least two death threats. She didn't feel like she was doing her job correctly. <laughs> or when I got my truck keyed. Yeah, you got your truck keyed once. Man, it and... was deep. You could not paint yeah, over it. Yeah, that was, it was so, deep. So we're kind of like talking uh, Roadhouse where, you know, he comes out, he buys a, an old car just because he knows yes, it's going to get crashed. Yes, definitely, definitely. Yeah. No, my, that was my, totally My shaming. door got keyed so deep that... It was down. Yeah, I just, down I just left it. I'm like, hey, that's a, that's an honor badge right there. I am. I am the B. Yep. Yeah. Now, okay. let me kick I, you out. I, 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 do have a, I do have a Star Trek question just with regards to I wonder how they're going to explain it or even if they're going to bother. How did they get – I mean, we, we all saw Interstellar. How did they get so close to a black hole and not go through any time issues? How do we they know they don't? They got to write it in. That's why. <laughs> I just was happy they got the accretion disk right, or at least what we think is right from the image that we pulled yeah. from one, but – Exactly. Uh, I, I was just happy they got that right. That was some real science going on there. Um, they had to explain the redshift. So I mean, the only thing I can think of is is that somewhere along the line has to do with the warp bubble. They needed to Sam Carter. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd, uh, I mean, my my theoretical science gets a little sketchy somewhere around the black hole accretion disk. Well, 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 but you know, we've talked about this before. I think too much about that's that's my balcony shit. Yeah, I mean, I get, I, I, it was an elegant solution to go. Look, guys, we really like the effects guys going. We really want to draw a black hole. Can we do a black hole? Can you like work one in somewhere? We really want to do an accretion disk like properly for the first time. You know, because uh, normally when when people do black holes, it it was always a theoretical thing. Right, we just discovered one in the. Well, 90s, what you normally what you normally had when people did black holes and singularities, even in old Star Trek, was the old theoretical thing where you've got something that looks like a spinning cloud with the gamma burst coming out yeah. of both sides. Yeah, which is a false arm, but. <laughs> but so exactly. Far, I'm so glad we came so far this you know on our technology now because that looks pretty cheesy back in the sixties, but looks pretty cool now. Well, you know, my favorite movie with uh, the black hole thing was uh, actually Disney's The Black Hole. Do you guys remember that? Do you guys ever see Of oh, course like, I do. I wanted a floating robot so bad. I don't remember it. <laughs> really? Oh, it's super cheese. It's like super Not, wait, 70s did, cheese, babe. Oh, oh, it's it's like severe 70s cheese. I mean, we're, we're talking about having a hippie scientist robot. Yeah, and you could sometimes see the wires, flo- you know, holding him up, you know, because he was floating. He was a big ball. Think of like uh uh you know uh, uh the little eighty eight soccer ball from Star Wars, but yeah. suspended. <laughs> it was terrible. It, it, but 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 who sounded like he was a professor right. from Berkeley? <laughs> it's terrible in every way, and I loved it so much. But the black hole effects in it were even worse. But this was the first one I saw that was really well done. This felt like. When you're watching this, you can say, okay, ah, there's the Star Trek episode we've been waiting for. So oh, no, this is totally the one we've been, I've been waiting for. You know, we've been doing character development yeah. through the first three episodes. The, well, the first episode was kind of the, hey there, how you doing? This is going to be the new Star Trek. Then we had two of character episodes, like you're saying. Right. This is the first one where it's like, show me what you got. This felt like a TNG episode. Oh, better Just than better. That. Yeah. Just yeah. better. Just better. But, but we did we did get some some character stuff. We got to meet the engineer a little bit more. First of all, we he's also figured out that he's not actually he's in, Enor. in Dorian. <laughs> you know what? I, I had a friend. Um, 
Carolyn, she sent me some information on him. Do you know he's actually blind in real life? I did not know that. I did not know that. Can you remember his name? He's not on the list right there. Uh, but I'll find it. More. 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 Uh, this is great radio. Isn't it him? Uh, Bruce Horick. Click on him. Or Hemmer. Yeah. And, oh, uh, that's a picture of the. Oh my God, that's a picture of Tupring. Wow. <laughs> Gia, yeah, Santa was completely <laughs> knocked off her her thought her train of thought. When, like when Gia uh, or Gia Sandu is I on the end of the list. I forgot when I was asking you about him. She, Forget she's him. She's like, oh wow. <laughs> Forget him. Look at that picture right there. That's um. What was I saying? Yeah. Bruce. Yeah. Bruce. See if he's blind or alive. <laughs> Squirrel. Oh, she's 24. Oh. See, I'm looking at it. Yeah, she's a sweetheart. Excuse me, for for, just for the rest of us, which one are we talking about? The girl that plays Tapreen. Which one's Tapreen? Why am I going to play Girl. Oh, Spoxway. Okay. The girl you thought you'd marry? Yeah. The one that says query. (laughs) Well, I, I. I didn't say I was going to remember her name. <laughs> I would like to be with her, but I don't remember. I'm not going to spend the time. I to wanted remember to remember her. my name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to bring it, yep. No, this is where you need to go. Jess Bush. Mm. Yeah. We we were clicking on this for a reason. No. Come on, Bruce. But Jess is Bruce. So, she's so pretty. Click on Bruce. Right, hold on. <laughs> if I have to get distracted, you do too. Come on. Bruce Horick. <laughs> and. No, what? What do you mean? And I We're clicked on his picture. <laughs> okay, what is well, your deal? You guys are arguing about this. I'm going to talk about the fact that this is the first time I think in space that people heard submarine hull popping noises. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you know, I even mentioned this. It's like a submarine. Well, yeah, when the when they're letting the uh, torpedo go. Oh, so good. Oh well, just well, even just when they were in the process of going down into the uh, the door star, which is, you know. Once again, if submarines do that when you go deeper in the water, you get hull popping. Exactly. Yeah, see? He was in Warehouse 13, and you didn't recognize him. Ha-ha! To be fair, he has a white face. (laughs) You say it doesn't matter. You you say it doesn't matter. I I never forget eyes and a face, babe. Well, his eyes are white in this freaking episode. Stupid. I can't tell the difference. Uh, You should tell the difference. I thought you were professional. I I thought I was dealing with a professional. There there is a decent amount of Uh, Just a little bit, I would suggest. Uh just, yeah, just, just a tad. Don't, don't you bring up my warehouse routine. <laughs> but that was his entire bio. It was one sentence. Uh, but it does look like he has at least one glass eye, it looks like. It, what is one good eye? One dead eye. It's from... Uh, what <laughs> it's is from that? It's from Pirates. Huh? Isn't it from Pirates? No. That's from Brave. Oh, I'm no, no, no. Yes, it is. Yes, oh, with now, the bear. Now, yes, one okay, now. dead with eye. <laughs> I love that movie. Sorry, Bruce, if you're listening. <laughs> We're not making fun of you. We're quoting praise. Well, if you're just going to leave it on pictures, put it back on that one. I don't want to go back to the prank. Oh, for crying out loud. Shush. Okay. <laughs> hey, you guys are going back to episode one. Yeah. We're on four. We're on four. You got to focus, babe. Focus. Well, I can't focus when you <laughs> click on that picture. Take the whole thing off. She <laughs> looks like a, a Zoe saw, like a just take the whole Zoe thing off. Saldana almost, just like a little. Do you, uh, Okay, now now this one is pertinent to. Do you think her character's coming back? I seriously doubt yes. it. Yes, 
I think she will. I don't you think You've got to so. have a closure because Spock's got to feel not bad about to, it. You do not have to have closure. All you have to... No, he, she, she, he went off to a five-year mission yeah. in space. How and much more closure Falcons do you need? live a long time, so she could just be waiting and keeping the home thighs no, burning. she's not waiting. I can tell you that home thighs... <laughs> <laughs> you just got that. I just heard you say your home thighs burning. That's pretty good. That's yeah, funny. I like and, that. And, and, and he did start to bond with Long. Yeah, yeah. I'd be bonding with Chapel, but that's just me, you know. It's well, you know, yeah, but awesome. you know, you, you're fun. He's logical. Mm. What about very Nibura? true? <laughs> she he gets home and she like smacks him. Did you bond with another woman's mind? <laughs> yes, but it meant nothing. <laughs> she just told me her dark, deep dark secrets. <laughs> we bonded on a spiritual level. She smacks him again. He likes it. Uh, no, I. I <laughs> I really do think this was the episode that I've been waiting for this season. Like, okay, what are we going to do? Jake was totally right with the Gorn thing. Right. I also love the way the Gorn ships look. Those things look awesome. Well, I I think it it was interesting that they actually created something that had no uniformity to it. Yeah, it was completely organic looking. You know, I liked about, you know, just like if you're a lover of sci-fi like we are, we always see comparisons in other other shows we're watching right like i always see like the from firefly what i call them earlier the reavers right i always always see them okay that's just like what they did but this particular episode even though you had a bad guy that you never actually saw you only saw the ships and they were calling them remind me of the wraith from stargate well well, even then, take, take it in a different direction. Uh, think about TNG. Who was the big, evil, bad that everyone was terrified the Borg. of the Borg. in TNG? The Borg. And everything about them was regular, regimented, and square. Right. We take you, uh, we, when we, you heard, we well, we're gonna, these are going to eat you. But. But, but once again, they were the big, nameless thing that you couldn't talk to, you couldn't reason with. They were just going to show up and try to take you and assimilate you. And they, she basically described the Gorn in a very, very similar yet more violent way. They're going to try to take you and either eat you or use you to pl- plant eggs in one or the other. There's no talking Not to really them. Appealing. There's no reasoning with them. Uh, but at the same time, they went the opposite direction with them, which is rather than making everything uniformly square, they made it as ununiform as humanly possible. And it worked too. I mean, they were gorgeous. Oh, looking it did. Ships. Uh, I. I I was super one impressed that they never they told the whole story and they never actually showed you a Gorn, it makes which it is scarier that way. Yeah, it makes it scary. It's way cooler, way cooler to not actually see one. I was, I mean, and I know they'll do a good job. I've seen what they've done on Discovery with with some of the alien stuff there. Um, I have zero problem with it. I know they'll do a good one, but it was just way better for the story to not see yeah. them. Yeah. I, I, and I don't. I don't actually think you're going to. The, the fact, the fact that they make while, the noise hope... that scares on is enough. Yeah, I, I mean, I th- at least for a while, I think that's actually super cool. Um, well, I, I think the first time you're ever going to actually have seen a Gorn in the chrono- chronology is when Kirk sees one. I don't know. I think we might see it. We're only in the fourth episode. I mean, what do we have? Probably twelve. Ten? I wouldn't even hazard a guess, actually. So say we have ten. You're almost halfway through the season. How many did you get in, in Discovery? Ten? Twelve? Something like that? I, don't uh, I think it was twelve. Okay, so let's say let's say we get a dozen. How many did Picard get? 
Uh, but Picard always, Picard's yeah, always Picard's been like got Okay, so say we get 10 or, or whatever. Or We're almost halfway through the season, right? Mm. Tomorrow, next one will be the fifth one. Okay. Right? At some point, we got to have to have a cliffhanger. So there's, I feel like they're setting us up. Obviously, we're gonna see. I think we're gonna see the Gorn again. So if we're gonna see them, or or see of them again, I think it'll be at the end of the season when they come back. Because she's like, because they left it open at the end of this episode. Talk about it. We'll be ready for them next time. Oh yeah, they're definitely back at some point in the season. My guess is you're, they're the last. Right, two you're gonna have. Of the this season. is what the cliffhanger is gonna be over. But. But if they're smart, and you know, most producers are never in what I would consider smart, but not to say that that doesn't necessarily mean that they're right. It's just not what I wanted to see. If they're smart, they leave it with the whole Hitchcockian thing of never actually seeing a Gorn and just having them be that scary phantom thing that you never actually see. You only hear them. You only see their yes. ships, just like the Wraith. Until they come down and, you know. Or you see the blood trails yep. or something like that from the, the bodies as they pile them up. You, 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 see, you see the aftermath. Yeah. You see the fear. You don't actually ever see them. Which was really kind of cool. Although, as a kid, it was always very frustrating when you didn't get to see something. Like, I'll give you the, my most frustrating childhood thing when I was watching a show. All right? And this is this is a deep cut, so walk with me here for a second. Uh-oh. The show. <laughs> I've seen your deep cuts. <laughs> the it show. Inspector Gadget. Do you remember Inspector Gadget? I very much remember talking Claw. about uh, yeah. Claw. And never you having never seen Dr. Claw. freaking saw Dr. Claw. You, you saw his saw ship, his cat. you saw his cat, and you saw his fist. That's in the back of his chair. But but think about the ones in which they did finally show you something like that. How friggin' anticlimactic was it when they did? All right. I'll, I'll give you an example of that, too, where I was super disappointed. was Harry and the Hendersons. Do you remember that with John Lithgow? I loved that movie. Uh-huh. I thought it was going to be super scary because you didn't get to see Harry all the time, right? And then when they you finally see him, you're like... He's just a big, lovable puppy. He's a big teddy bear. Like That's he's supposed stupid. to be. He was stupid. Well, he was stupid. Well, and and you weren't the person that show was being marketed to. You were looking for a scary movie that was supposed to be a right, and it was, movie. and it was great, and it was a good movie. It, but you went you went looking for Cujo, and right. you got Beethoven. <laughs> now, see, there's a good comparison right there. Cujo scared the crap out of me. That was little. I don't know. Christine was the one who scared me. I I didn't like that one. Oh, it's like cars are supposed to be awesome. You know what's funny? It's like, not the first one, not the third one, but the second Poltergeist scared oh, me. Oh, I don't. I've never seen one of those. Nope. Not really? Gonna, no. Not Man, do when it. I was when no, I was no, about no. nine I got, or so, I, got, I knew the first Poltergeist line for line. No, ma'am. Line for line. I I got sat down in the theater for the first Poltergeist movie, told that it was going to be like Raiders of the Lost. Oh, somebody Park. lied to you. <laughs> well, it, well, because it, it was made by Spielberg. Speaking of lying, yeah, too. I don't know. We're sitting on the couch one time. We're watching the making of, like the behind-the-scenes making of the first, the first Poltergeist. I loved it. I know what's coming. Sean doesn't like clowns at all. We're to the yeah, but all those people in, died real, in real life. life. So it was freaky, right? But we're to the point where the little better. boy looks over and the clown's gone, and he looks under the nope, bed this I'm out. way. He looks under the bed that way, and before the, anything can happen, Sean loves. He's like, I'm out. He I'm leaves out. the room. Yep, I'm like you was. I'm out. <laughs> I am not doing this. I it, loved Poltergeist. guys. It was the, Spielberg, se- the by second way. one. Scary. Okay, so you're so you're saying not to to drag this back. Is it turns out that the Gorn that the Gorn were actually just space clowns? This exactly. would really freak you out. He's yeah. out. 
It'll I'm take out. the Borg any day. <laughs> Not doing it. Did you ever? Did you ever watch Killer Clowns from Outer Space? No. Why would it? No. The only clown I <laughs> dig is Harley Quinn. Right. Anytime. With Harlequin. Oh, and she's not scary? She's oh, yes, she is. Well, she's a Harlequin. Yeah. And no, she's not scary. She's the she's the exact mode of messed up I want. So no it for you, huh? Oh, no. If we're going this direction, you know, I, I the, the version of the Joker I really want to see in the movies at some point in time is the one who's had his face carved off and stapled it back to his head. You know, I can do without that one. We just dogged into <laughs> Batman, and I can't stand Batman. Oh, come on. I hate Batman. <laughs> if Anson Mount played Batman. Come on. Ugh. Anson Mount played Batman. He has the jaws for it. I can tell you that. And T'Pring played, played Catwoman. Ooh. You're telling me you wouldn't go see that. <laughs> and um, Chapel played Harlequin. Well, okay, guys. Ooh. Okay. Stop it. Now I have to watch Batman for... Jess Bush is... Oh, yes. I'm going to start a petition. Okay. If if Pring's going to be Catwoman in the cat suit, absolutely I'm there. She slinks around and uses a whip all the time. Absolutely. You you tell me you wouldn't be down for that? You put Anson out in the suit where you see nothing but the jaws. Man, that's a sexy man. And he's all like... He's all the sensitive Batman. I'm Batman. See, I will watch that Batman. (laughs) <laughs> but but when the characters are not there, I'm off because I'm done. I can't stand Batman. Ortega's is Batgirl. No La'an no 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 no. We gotta oh, keep. Laon is Robin. I love it. <laughs> we got awesome. We gotta keep Dupree. Oh, oh, she's wait, gonna wait be. She's gonna no, be Batgirl. No, the, Catwoman. And though I cannot remember oh, yeah. his name, all of a sudden the engineer is Alfred. <laughs> Ever. See now I'm having yeah. images of with Catgirl. or without antenna. With you know what? Catwoman. Yeah, see Capring is Catwoman. Erica is is Batgirl. Jess Bush is Harley uh, uh Harley Quinn. Christina or Laon is Robin. Can you make uh, and, and and okay, and wait a minute, wait a minute. Just so that we can go against typecast, you have to have Spock as no, the No no no. Put Kirk as the joker. He already is the Joker. We didn't see him in this episode again either. With mustache. Uh, do you think he's coming back? Rebecca is the Joker. Do you think that was just a? Do you think that was just a joke to throw I, in? I there? don't know because we haven't seen him. But can you make this for me? Can I make what? What we just talked about. You made it up in my head. Now I got to see her as Catwoman. Oh, I'm sure I can manage it. But... Yeah. <laughs> it's like, That's what yeah. Photoshop is for. I'm sure I can do that. I mean, she like. Pleather, please. Maybe some purple? <laughs> Black? Okay, I know I started this, but we do actually have to answer this question. Is Kirk oh, coming back? I didn't back? know we had a question. <laughs> <laughs> Should have got lost in Squirrel, you started it, and I don't like Batman, but dang it. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll take the, bl- I'll take the blame um, for it. Do we think Kirk's uh, coming back? But do back? we think Kirk... I think yeah. so, but we haven't seen him in like three episodes now. Obviously, he's not. I mean, did they, did they drop him off at a local starbase? Are we going to see him picked back up again when they go back? I think he's as plot and... requires. Like when you need an idiot to touch a big <laughs> glowy alien sphere, it's like bring Kirk in. His stash will help us out here. You know, th- then if that's the case, then I'm really disappointed they put him in a blue shirt. They should have made his oh yeah shirt. for sure. Shannon keeps telling me to write it oh. down. Um, I, I I don't think I I don't think he's he's going to be in too many episodes. I really don't. 
You know, it, it's almost like they put him in the first two, looked at the at the scripts, and went, "This doesn't work. Let's just kill him." <laughs> no one will ask any questions. <laughs> Have you seen how hot Jess Bush is? No. Like everyone's going to be totally distracted. It's going to be fine. <laughs> Erica's super plucky. Laon's brooding. <laughs> Number one's awesome. What are you clicking on, Shannon? I'm trying to click on that, and it's not working. Of course not. You can't click on that. It's just a picture. It doesn't do anything. See, there's a name. I I know there's a name. <laughs> Dang it! Shannon is trying to <laughs> leave me alone. Drill down on Gia. Oh, there it is. It works. It works. It works. <laughs> Look, I'm fangirling. It's what I do. Leave me alone. <laughs> She's creating a new obsession right now. You started it. She's only been in one episode. You started it. I didn't start she anything. She hot in that episode, and I now I'm seeing her as Catwoman, and I can't stand Batman. And talking about fault. Jess Bush and her alluring eyes and, and, and number one's cool-ass Those are some alluring eyes. I like this one. Well, she got some smoked-out eyes on that. I'll give you that. But uh, there's there's a, a level of... Hotness? Re- my God, like there's not a bad looking crew member. Not really. There's not. You do have to admit that that that, that there isn't he surrounds an ugly one on the ship. With beautiful there's woman. not a single ugly person. There's not a single ugly person no, on the ship. Other than Hammer, who might be quite beautiful in our standards. I don't know. Exactly. Might have the perfect bit antenna. <laughs> no, I mean that that is a very good point. There is not a single ugly person no. on the ship. And and I although I I mean e- even the um. Uh, I, I, the transporter chief's boyfriend who got blown out the side See, of the I ship. See, I told you I mean, he was even a boyfriend. He was cute. I didn't think you he was. Just... I thought it was just his homies. Like, not Look, it was homies. You don't get smiles like that unless you've had dinners together. They could have told a nasty joke earlier, and he's like, "Yeah, hey, remember that stuff we were talking about?" He's like, "Yeah, what's up? Fix your condo. I'll meet you. Meet you for poker." I didn't know it was his boyfriend. Like, where did it no, say no, no, that? No, no, no. That that what that was that wasn't. I'm going to meet you for poker. That was I'm going to meet you in. That's bed exactly what. Smile. See me, and Jake, are on the same level. Right I now. don't think that's what that was. You can't have a homie in space. Sure, you can. No, no, you, you, no. But like, you don't uh, have that kind Spock of smile. And, and and Pike are homies in space. You don't see them La'an smiling at each other like that. Exactly, and Laon just doesn't yeah, smile. I was gonna say that's a bad example. Laon doesn't smile at anybody, like ever. <laughs> I saw an interview with her, and she was and, smiling. And, and, and I'm and, like, that's and, not Laon. <laughs> And then the opposite side of that is Chapel smiles at so everyone. Ortega, Ortega's is a homie for everyone. I like her. She's like, she would be like a, an awesome person to play poker with and just hang out with and everything. I think she's like your super best friend. I mean, like if you want the most well-adjusted, other than Pike, if you want the super most well-adjusted person on the crew, I think it's actually, or who you'd have fun with on a date, I think it's Erica. Because she's pretty cool. She's awesome. I, it, it's, I, what I really want to see is somewhere along the line, and I'm pretty sure Shannon's going to agree with me on this one, is I want to see Ortega and Chapel hanging out together. <laughs> I'm, Talk I'm, about I'm devastation. Doesn't he, do, they, they don't even need, need to be having that smile no, no, no. with each That's other. Just trouble. hang out. Just, That's just the kind of, time. They would be best friends playing with the tricorder somewhere. No, they'd be best friends screwing with the oh, rest yeah, of the no, they they Playing tricks. Oh, yeah. Eric could pilot them out of whatever thing. Like, you never want Chapel and Erica to go down on an away mission. It, you'd wind up with some kind of war afterwards. I mean, send Uhura, right? She can she can handle herself. To be stunning each other for fun. 
All right, you do me. You do me. No, no, no. I'll revive you if you kill me. No, I worked with a guy it. once. No lie. No lie. I worked with a guy one time in the jail that they were they purposely tased each other. <laughs> not not like the voltage, but like the, like the kind where, where it comes out of the taser and it has the wires stuck to it still. <laughs> they were stunning each other for he, fun? I don't know how he didn't get in trouble, but I'm like, you piss yourself every single time. And he it, it did not. It, they thought he, it was hysterical. He did it too. I'm like, that's, I'm not, I'm walking away. I saw nothing. I saw no, uh, so much This paperwork. is what guys do. Like So you, much paperwork, you, I saw nothing. You can't give guys toys like that and not expect us to use them. Seriously, like guys do that. Well, it's just like any other course that I with law enforcement. In order, if we could shoot something, set it on fire, or wreck it, in order to carry, you have to you have to get tased by it. I'm you, like, you, you skip no, or it. blow it up, right? Like if you get a if you give a dude a forklift, and there's another forklift in the same warehouse, you're gonna have forklift wars. Yeah, they are gonna have forklift races, okay? And then they're going to have people riding well, no, on the you forklift. Give a guy a, you, you give a guy a forklift and two, two forklifts, somebody's going to be playing the Queen Alien. and <laughs> y- Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, they're going to have sport, oh, you know. I had to walk away because that's so much paperwork. I didn't, I, I didn't see anything. I mean, so Nothing. if you give them phasers, tricorders, transporters, and replicators, I'm pretty sure it's going to be weird science up in there. You need to draw chapel in that picture. Right you know. There. <laughs> okay, I have another question about okay. the future. We all talked about. We, I mean, not talked about. We've all heard them doing log entries and stuff like that. You know what you never see them doing, which you know there's got to be tons of, especially after a battle like that, is paperwork. I think that's what the logs are. That's what. That's what they're talking. That's it. You you talk yeah. in a log real quick, and you know your paperwork. Yeah, bust it out. You do a log, and then you're good. Talk it through. Right. Record it, save it, you're done. Yeah, and I'm sure they got, like, wicked speech-to-text. You would hope so by oh, that, that time. Th- oh, that, that part I'm sure is fine, but still, it's kind of like, you know, uh, what I'm waiting for is is Pike to show up at Space Dock and have him sit there and go, you know how much paperwork that's going to cost? I feel you, man. I get it. Actually, get it. Shannon would say that all the time. Like, I she still would, say that all the time. It was like, if the, I swear to God, if this costs me paperwork, somebody's going to jail. That's how I got the inmates to, to behave. <laughs> What's what's the line from Hot Fuzz? Well, it definitely was a uh, a uh, showcase of mayhem and, and carnage, but there's no way that you could do all of that without inquiring a certain amount of paperwork. <laughs> exactly. That's how I got that's how I got the inmates to behave when I worked in the jail. Look, you play cool with me, I do this. You cause me paperwork, it's lights out. There's no TV. You don't get toilet paper. No nothing. <laughs> nothing. Don't cause me paperwork. And it hates paperwork. There was. <laughs> I have to fill out paper. You don't That's get exactly paper. what it was. You get, I, I turned off the TV during March Madness. They hated it, but you know what? They shut the heck up. <laughs> Shannon hates filling out forms. She hates, especially <laughs> with the gel. We had to write it in third party. Oh yeah, Shannon hates third party paperwork as well. Yeah. You had to do it like when you worked uh, uh, security. You had to do it in like triplicate, so yeah. they had to fill it out like three times, and they didn't have yeah. carbon no. either. So they had to fill out three of them, one for each, like... Party, yeah. Yeah, superior and party and all that kind of stuff. I'd call her. I'm like, are you coming home? Because we were living no. together at the time. And she's like, no. no. I'm never coming home. I'm, I'm never, never going to be finished. I hate this stuff. Damage the cell. That's that's 16 yeah. hours of paperwork. <laughs> exactly. So then you get really good. Like I said, I saw nothing. I, nothing. I would love the creative ways that they would 
they would get around all that kind of stuff and and they're like oh no no i'm like are you gonna chase that guy <laughs> all like there's like six of them standing there and they're like no no that's are you kidding me if we caught him that's paperwork no we're not well that's like at the joe that one time i had i had the guys do things when i walked by right mm. which okay it's normal when you're a chick working in in, in the jail and you're going to have to work in the guy's section, they're going to do that. But they do that to, no pun intended, to get a rise out of the girls, mm. always. So I can either call you out on it, write you up, escort you out, but that's not going to do anything because the moment they come back, they do it again. What you have to do, we'll right. just laugh at well, no, I mean, that's the, that's I, no, the only thing you do for no, a guy like that. you make it hurt. You make it count. And that's what – this guy – Right as I walked by, completed, mm-hmm. and it landed inches from my boots. Inches. And, man, if he'd hit my boots, it'd have been on. But how I got him to behave, he he shared a jail with 15 other guys. And that's, and I turned oh. it all, I turned the TV off during March Madness. Talk to your boy. And the more, and the, the moment I turned it off, it was off for 24 hours until my <laughs> ship came back the next day. <laughs> Missile hair, optional hair. Well, what can I, what we could do? Handle your boy. If I see it out, the next time I walk through, you don't get TV until I come back the next time. And let me tell you what, that boy, Never once he never looked at me again. He had it in his pants the entire time. They took care of it. That's that's justice right there. I didn't, and I didn't have to write a single thing. They took care of it for me. Don't make me do paperwork. I'm serious. Like red shirts would be a little bit different on the Enterprise. I, I think uh, there wouldn't be as much. I don't think there'd be as much paperwork. There'd just be more letters home. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> There's just a lot of... <laughs> they just need to be smarter red shirts. Captain's log, red shirt, letter home, red number, shirt number seven. Red <laughs> <or> seven. <laughs> no, okay, now that would be a good show if Kirk shows back up in a red shirt and goes, hey, look what I got. Hey, guys, a transfer department. <laughs> you guys will never guess what I'm doing now. I hear this. I hear it's supposed to be safer <laughs> it's super over here. good. Uh, did anybody notice when they were wearing their remembrance pins and all that stuff, when uh, La'an was looking in her little um, case, she had the same cadet. She'd saved her cadet pin, the same as Uhura is wearing. Uh, uh-huh. I thought that was kind of cool. They had like Stand her letter, pin? her cadet pin. Oh. Like the with the, the the same one that Ahura wears that you can tell that she's a, a fourth cadet, year cadet. Yeah. Uh, so Laon's got her cadet pin in there as well as the Puget Sound well, it's, like little it's challenge coin or whatever. Um, so it was kind of cool. Just also her bed was all messy. And Shannon pointed this out. They got huge. Quarters. Okay, now now did did did. Oh, they well, I can take that back. They didn't. They didn't have huge quarters in the. No, in the original she's got series. bigger quarters as a lieutenant than Picard did on the Enterprise D. Yeah, so somehow in the future they they downsized. They they downsized all that stuff. So a a, a, a security lieutenant. Maybe they decided they needed more <laughs> staff or something. Her, like the lieutenant's quarters were bigger than our first apartment. Yeah, oh yeah, easy, easy. <laughs> Way bigger than our first apartment. My question is, like, she's got all the, like, um, uh, urns and, and like, uh, little um, phallus sculptures and all that kind of stuff hanging <laughs> all out. All the dildos. Yeah, uh, hanging out on the tables and everything like that. And I'm like, this ship goes into battle every week. Like, either those are Gravity. strong earth magnets 
that are holding that thing because the ship's like it's it's throwing them around, they're falling down and all that kind of stuff. It's mini tractor beams. The the ceramic and pottery and all that kind of stuff perfectly in place on the shelves. I'm just saying, either earth magnets are on the bottom of those suckers or they're super glued to the shelf. Mini tractor beams. That is no. <laughs> Yeah, like no, they're not going to do that. It's not mini mini no. It's not mini 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 bitty ones. No, it's it's like earth magnets or their su- or space glue. One of those two. And, and am I the okay. only one who caught the? Am I the only one who caught the correlation that Remembrance Day? Memorial Day? No, you're not. Well, I even said it. Honestly, Shannon said that, and I'm like, that can't be. Oh wait, it's Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> I did. I did not catch that at all. I was blinded by the science, and by science, I mean. Chapel. Uh, I did like her light tricorder, though. That was really cool. I was uh-huh. neat. Yep. I like that one. Also, the Tron torpedo was super cool. It looked like a cell phone. It did look like a it looked like a Nokia brick Tron cell phone. Um, it was super cool. Hey, if you launched a Nokia brick at the, one of those ships, it, it would, would explode. explode. That's right. You, I mean, that that would, that would be like sending a dense kinetic <laughs> missile at something. Your favorite dense heavy metal. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, seriously you get the thing up to enough speed it's gonna have enough kinetic energy oh my gosh yeah no that's it's totally it uh I, I was but this was the episode though this was the episode i was waiting for i'm like okay i'm waiting for what strange new worlds can so, do this one was this it. was it this is the first so 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 that so then what's more next? the same <laughs> like I want everyone this good from here on. More out. of the awesomeness. Well, no, no. I mean, it, it's the thing. We see. I thought we were going to have a little bit more time before we started getting to the. Whole I don't think you could. We need a so, Spock episode. Well, I don't think you could wait too long because people are going to like. You're going to start losing people at like if you do character episode after character episode after thing of the week every week. Well, you're going to start losing people. Well. So so then is it time for another moral oh, conundrum? Oh, I think so. I think, I think it's time for another moral conundrum. I also think Shannon's right. It's time for a Spock episode. Yeah. Well, Spock and a moral conundrum actually work together. Well, I would man, say it, so. may, it makes sense because we've done Una. We've done Nahora. We've done uh, La'an now twice, basically. Oh, man. I love La'an's storyline, though. She's we really start cool. off with Pike. I would really like to, to hear more about Erica, though. Yeah, Ortega's is freaking awesome. I like her. I'd be down with one of those. I don't think you're ever really going to get an episode for her. I think she's just kind of like Although Sulu got an episode, he was you know like shirt off and fencing. No, I think we'll get one. I think we'll get one. Okay, if we if if she gets a shirt off and fencing episode, I'm definitely in for that. But at the same time, I don't think we're gonna. I get think it. we're gonna get one. Uh, she's major bridge crew, man. I mean, they they all like they eventually but get I, one. I, I think she, I think she's there to be the, for lack of a better term, no, I think she's I think she's more important than I think she'll get an episode. Uh, we're gonna get a backstory of Ortega's. I hope so. I hope so. I mean, her her thing right now, she's excessively normal, plucky, and quirky. We're going to see awesome. a backstory of her at the Academy. Well, well actually, the, you know what also we haven't had yet? Though we had it a little bit this time, but it just wasn't quite there. We need to have engineering solve the <laughs> solve the problem like and, and actually get them to warp out. Or Scotty. Well, Jordy, Scotty, however you want to look at it. Somewhere We still haven't had the one where engineering saves the ship. Ooh, yeah. 
No, that is true. I'm wondering if they're going to do like a um, original series thing and do a a Spock Chapel thing because Chapel always had a thing for Spock. So really, yeah, I think so. I think I'm remembering that right. I could go back and watch, but I I'm wondering if we're going to have like a I. All right, and I know I'm obsessing over this because I want a Chapel episode, but still. Um, I wonder if they're going to bring that in. I also wonder if we're going to have some kind of issue. Like, we have not had a craptastic Admiral yet in this in this strange new... Like, the Admiral we had was actually pretty decent. He was pretty cool. The Admiral we had was Pike's old captain. Right. And he was pretty cool. He's like, hey, well, I'm he, not the one who wants you not to be here. And if Pike is not, and if Pike is not court-martialed at least once before the end of the season, <laughs> I mean, then then what are we doing? I don't know. I think I think Pike is is not gonna. He's not gonna be a Kirk where like Kirk could get promoted to an admiral and then get jacked down again. And okay, then then somebody being court. Maybe that's where we get Ortega. In. Maybe Ortega crashes the ship. And oh gets come on! If, if Troy could here. crash the ship twice, right? And she didn't get any kind of every time she took the helm, she crashed. The ship, like no, let's let's. Well, we gotta lay her down again. Don't let Troy Troy drive again. No, don't don't let Troy drive. Yeah, don't let Troy drive. Uh, That's it's just bad. It's all the way bad. Um, Crusher never crashed a ship. Crusher what? Crusher got her own ship. She was awesome. I know. She was awesome. I, I. she deserved her own ship, just like Riker deserved her. Like, that was a ship full of captains. So there's this guy on Twitter that I always retweet. He does drawings of every every week. He I does, think I've seen I, some of those. He did a drawing of Crusher. I think I saw the one. The one you did. You yes. reposted so, Crusher? Yeah, that was good. Crusher, Gates McFadden, I think I've said this before. My very first con that I ever went to was a Star Trek TNG con. That's pretty cool. That's probably 13, 14. Maybe. Was that in Dallas? It was It was somewhere here. Yeah. Oh, right on. So I was probably 13, 14 years old, right? She's the first one. She's the first Star Trek celebrity I have ever met. I have pictures of it because what made it memorable. I mean, I met her. I have an autograph from her. But while she was, we were in the conference room and she went to sit down on the table. And she knocked over her glass of water. So she had to stand the entire time because it spilled. Everyone ran into her to try to wipe up the water. But the, it was memorable. I remember. So Gates McFadden was my first entry into Star Trek. So What year was this? This was 90-something, I'm guessing. Well. Since she was at a con. She was at a con here in Dallas. Okay. The the Okay. I started going to cons late. The only per- Star Trek actor who ever showed up to any con I went to was the guy who played Neelix. Oh. Well, he's cool. I'm, I've he's met cool. Gates. I've met Michael Dorn. I've met the guy that played Scotty. He was really So, neat. Star Trek TNG what? started in September of 87. Really? That early? So, we, yeah, we are were old. 11. I guess so. Yeah. Right? But you and I were. 12, 13, 14. I was, I was closer yeah. to 14. So, no, ma- we so maybe I was a little bit younger than... than Thirteen or fourteen, but I was somewhere in, I was preteen right there, right? Because that's where Star Trek started, and I got hooked on on TNG pretty much from the beginning. Well, that's where TNG started, but yeah, right. So about that time, I mean, about, that's about the time that I had all the big posters in my room. So I was I was consumed on Star Wars. Uh, I've I've met uh, Carrie Fisher. I saw her speak. I saw um, I met Anthony Daniels. Uh, I met um, Jeremy Bullock who 
played Boba Fett, got his autograph. You met Peter Mayhew. I'm, uh, Peter Mayhew, yep. Um, you know, so I was strong into the Star Wars stuff. I did meet Michael Dorn. Um, he he really, I don't know if he was having an he's off not, day. He's not big on icons. He, he, he was not, like, he was super not into it. He, he He's known for being a yeah. big uh, Yeah, he was kind of not into it. Whereas um, I met uh, uh, Brett Spiner very, very briefly. Just, I mean, he was there at a table. I did not, I did not talk to him much. I, I waved. He said hi. I was at a Battlestar Galactica thing, and uh, which I used to do. I was fairly into Battlestar Galactica. I think that's safe to say. Uh, like I was with Stargate. Yeah, <laughs> um, I was slightly into Battlestar Galactica. Anyway, um, in fact, I think I have a tattoo somewhere. Uh, but <laughs> hey, I still like the original. I do too. Series. Uh, but Brett Spiner was like super cool with everybody and was just waving and happy to be there. And just, he gave off this effervescent thing. Uh, but you can always tell when the actors are cool with their legacy. And for me, it's, it, it made it, it makes a difference when you like make a pilgrimage to see them and they're, they're, here's, I don't know. Who's made the difference in me. I've met, I've gone to a lot of cons. I have met a lot of people. John Barrowman. Christopher Judge. Oh man, he's, Christopher Judge he's super into from it. Stargate. Tilk. Yeah. He he shook my hand. I'm in line with him. The next one over is Amanda Tapping. Everyone's there for Amanda Tapping. I was five months pregnant. I'm there for Amanda Tapping, right? But I was in line with him. I I, I do have to say I have been to a con with John Barrowman I, yeah, there. He's and fantastic. He is, he is the best. He stood yeah. up on the table when it the guy that plays Arrow. What's his name? Steve Stephen Amell. Stephen Amell. It was Stephen's birthday and they were side by side and he stood up on the table at the Dallas con and was doing a, 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 a lap dance. And <laughs> to it was Stephen Amell. To Stephen Amell for his birthday. So it was, it was Stephen, it was John, and it was Lucy and Renee all on the same side of the, of the from Zena all on the, on the same side of the of the room. So it was Christopher Judge. He was the nicest person I have ever met. He shook my hand and then he held my hand while he's talking. And then he's asking me what's my favorite part of the cons, what I'm there for. And I mean, I I had like a 10 minute conversation with the man when normally they usher you on. Oh, yeah. Normally they move you pretty quickly. You get like he held my hand the entire time. I mean, that man. He made a difference at the cons because he, you could tell he was truly into the people he was meeting. He, and there are people like that. Like John Delancey's another one of those. Like anything he's into, he's like super into it. And... So, okay, now that you've seen it, can we talk about Q? <laughs> oh, Q. I tell you, another person that I that I just recently met that was really like that was Cat Burrell. She sits there. She talks about you. She asks you about your family. She, hey, are your kids here? She's really into. She's extremely nice talking to you. Now, yeah, yes, Q. but Q. I would like to meet him. You have to admit. Wait a minute. You have to admit that for Picard to realize that you have this omnipotent, all-powerful guy who has come to the end of his life, and what does he choose to do for the last his last days? Though it isn't a messed up manner as which all things Q does is was to help you do better in your own life. That's what he chose to spend his last days doing. Been alive for Theoretically his last act was, exactly. was helping Picard out. And Yeah, I mean and, and that's really in It was like the misunderstood uncle who like you only learned the lesson 
after you were but, well and done with it and went, oh, crap. I was really crappy to him. But that's but that's what you kind of figure out at that point in time, that you looked at all this stuff and all this stuff that Q has done to Picard over all these years, and you look back at it after through this lens, and you realize with the exception of the very first mission, everything that Q has done has been intended to help him Picard. See yeah. and he's, make him see the and big picture. See it. Now, now, it, now, he may not have done it in a way that anybody would yeah, He's a crappy big brother who really does wind up loving you, That's but just he, doesn't yeah. know how to explain but, but it. The, but see, the other thing is, is but, but, you know, and Picard will obviously sit there and go, well, people died. And his response is, well, they were going to anyway. Yeah, and he fixes a lot of it. More Capitan. Yeah, but 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 even then, you like you know when you talk about the people who died in his things during the actual TNG TV show, that was his law process. You know, we're talking about people who live for, in his opinion, a blink yeah. of an eye. You know, okay, the, okay, they were going to die anyway, so they happened now instead of then. What's you know, you the big can deal? you you can I, if you think about it now, he was the the crappy big brother that was always teaching him lessons because once he thought once he thought that Picard had figured out the whole scheme of what he was trying to do, he was proud of him. He was happy, and then he'd blink away. And he did that in more than one time, you know, when he did with the anti-time. Yeah. And, and he's like, they, you know, there were others who didn't think you'd figured it out, but I knew you could. You know, like, I could give you this, and I knew that you would you would be able to handle it. I mean, John he, D. Lance would be awesome to go see at a con. Hey, you know, I've heard him speak on several other things. Like he was um, for Trekkies and little girls. Well, yeah, the, he did a lot of stuff <laughs> with My Little Pony. He was uh, dis, uh, Discord. Discord, thank you. And uh, he was seriously into that. And he went on tour with the that whole My Little Pony thing. And he's like, "Yeah, I didn't know it was going to be a thing." And then it was a thing. So, and he was incredibly. His wife talked him into doing it. His wife. She's like, "Oh, you'll love it. It's it's going to be great. It's voice work. You'll be totally into it." And basically, he was Q as a messed up dragon. And he's just incredibly great. But there's people like that. I'm wondering who, who, because every show has that, right? Every Star Trek show has those people who stay with it. And then every Star Trek show has those people who are just like, I don't want to be involved with this after I'm done. Like, please don't. War, do War this. Michael Dorn was that way. Michael Dorn was a little bit that way. You know, Will Wheaton was like that for a little while, and then he came back to it. Right, because he's like, you know what, it's okay. Well, it, uh, uh, but if you, but if you actually hear him talk about it now, he will tell you that that was the biggest mistake of his entire. Yeah, he life. has said something to that, that effect he, before. That that he he got a little bit too big for his britches and thought that he was you know better than he was and thought he had a bigger career than he did and then turned around and looked at and went, yeah. well, that was dumb. <laughs> Damn it. Um, you know, but he went on to with uh, though, Felicia the, Day and all that kind of stuff and doing the things with her, so that was cool. Though, though I'll admit I wouldn't mind seeing a show of um, The Travelers. Oh, yeah. Which is also directed by Amanda Chaffee. Just bringing that back to the front there. Yeah, she's the queen of sci-fi. That woman I, is so I'm multi-talented. You, I loved... I was five months, five and a half or something like that, months pregnant. Yeah, you went to Chicago? Standing, it was my first time going to yeah. Chicago. Standing in line for her autograph, and I had to pee. <laughs> and I refused. Like pregnant pee. Pregnant pee, and I refused to get out of her line because I was like the third or fourth line in line. Nice to meet you. I got to pee. Uh, you like Forrest Gump? That <laughs> depends. Oh, look who's coming to the Dallas Con. What? You've got Katie Sackhoff, Gina Carano, and Mingwa. And you want to talk about talent. Katie Sackhoff is probably who played Starbuck in, in Battlestar Galactica, for those of you who don't know who she is. Uh,. And played a hell of a character on the show. Oh, I know. Now, well. she's, Man, in, she now she's in Mandalorian with Gina. 
Yeah. No, she is. Uh, well, she was a Mandalorian since it's been canceled. But, but uh, God, that woman is talented. I have an autograph for her. That Katie Sackhoff? Yeah. Oh, man, I've she's to, cool. Because I picked a picture where she was playing Starbucks, I think, and she was facing away from the camera, so the camera went right down to the crack. And that's, where she, <laughs> that's where she signed. <laughs> um, Here, please. Query. Oh, man. Yeah, oh, a lot of those Battlestar Galactica people are, are super cool, and some of them do not want to be known for that except either. The, except the one person you pissed off. Yeah. We don't talk about that. We don't talk about that, though. She was not my... I was not, She was not a fan of mine after I opened my mouth drunk on a birthday once on a podcast, and then after that, she she never did come on that. But <laughs> you she was the only every main, person, didn't you? Everyone except her. I think we even got Edward James almost for a couple minutes. And, like... Everyone but her, because <laughs> she heard, and I said some crap on a podcast, and we were big enough around that show that she heard it, and that was that was it. it was you get Sackhoff, right? Yeah, uh, we got her. Uh, there was a party that. Um, oh, I remember that when they were passed around. the yeah, phone. Yeah, when they were just passed around the phone, we got to talk to like most of the cast at that point. Now we had talked to a bunch of other people too, um, but Ron Moore just like. Had, threw a party and then just handed his started handing his phone to people and we got to talk to almost everybody and uh the ones that we were missing we pretty much got to talk to except her yeah um because i you said made some a drunken un- comment unkind things open foot open mouth, oh foot. yeah big time and i was just talking <laughs> out my ass because i was drunk on my birthday and i was like oh and dumbass recorded it and published it uh, but, um, it was, uh, I, I love to see what we're getting with this show. I love to see that, that this really is what we were looking for. And I think, well, they put the Star Trek. Yeah. Back into the yes. Star that's Trek. exactly. Very this much is. so. You fe- this was, last this episode, felt like, I felt it. Yeah. I mean, the the closest thing to real Star Trek, to to the Star Trek being in the Star Trek that we've had in a while, has been Lower Decks, <laughs> which I didn't like. Yeah, well, they talk too fast or, for or, you. Or 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 even or even better, Orville. Orville out Star Trek to Star Trek for a very long time. Exactly, it really did. See this face. No. Uh, Orville was uh, ex- especially first season. Orville was exceptional. In every way, it was really, really good. Now I haven't watched the last season, but um, I really good, babe. I mean, I I know you don't like Seth MacFarlane, but still, it was really good. Well, now I can't wait. To speaking of cons, I, I can't wait for this cast to make an appearance. Oh, I'd, I'd imagine they would. Ooh, I want to go see Anson Mount. I want to <laughs> go see Rebecca. I want to meet. Uh, well, as we've gotten a little far afield and it's gotten a little bit late, I hate to be the la'an of the group. Emotionless? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was gonna. Well, I was gonna say party pooper, but that, uh, okay, yeah. that works too. <laughs> fine, it's fine. <laughs> 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 well, uh, predictions for next one or next next week? Anybody? I, as I said, I think I think we have a nice moral. Fair enough, Shannon. Time. Spock episode. All right, I'm hoping for Chapel, but I always hope for Chapel. I would rather, I would rather have, I, I would happily take Ortegas. <laughs> uh, hey, maybe we'll get lucky enough for Chapel to have a with Spock, in a T'Pring situation. Exactly. that would be good. 
I may be projecting slightly, but that's fine. It's a prank situation. Yeah, yeah. I, I can take that. Yeah, taking a phone call between your thighs? Yeah, I could do that. <laughs> that's what he did! <laughs> he, he did take it. They put it on the show, I could at least say it. That's right. I would not have walked away, but I'd say, hold, please. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hold, please. Are you naked? No, not yet. <laughs> hold for two hours. I'll be back. You know. I shall return, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got anything else, Shannon? I'm really hoping we see a backstory of Ortegas. I want, I want to see a backstory from her at the Academy and talking up all these stories that the Captain's talked about hearing about her. I, I don't think you're going to. I think Ortegas is the character that just So that's is. his prediction. He says we're not. I say we are. Okay. Fair enough. I would like to see Chapel make out with somebody. That's really what I would like to see. <laughs> Who? I don't care. <laughs> I really don't. Uh, now, <laughs> Chapel's the type who's going to jump. Oh, it's going to be good. I want to see hot hands with somebody. Uh, hot hands and Chapel would be fun. No, 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 no. She what? Yeah, I don't, don't think... ruin the dream for I don't, me. Yeah, she, her, no, 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 hers no, 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 no. is like a very distant Look, type of love. Don't ruin the dream for me, Jake. I like <laughs> Commander Hot Hands. At the moment, she's my number no, no, one. Com- 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 yeah, Commander Hot Hands doesn't I don't do think she like does. That. She could do lots of things. She's not a Riker. Thank God. No. She's not a Riker. She'd look horrible no. in a beard. <laughs> you all scratchy. <laughs> you be all scratchy. <laughs> Hot Hands, you weren't like this before the beard. <laughs> <laughs> I'll scratch it between the you know. Well, there. I mean, maybe. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. Hands, yes. We're sorry. And we will talk to you guys next episode. We're not sorry. We, I'm, are, I'm not so- we are sorry. I'm not sorry. No, apologize to the nice people. I'm not sorry. They, look, <laughs> they, it is unapologetic. look, this is what I say. If you know me, if you're listening and you know me, you know how I am. This, this is this, actually her on good behavior. This is... I know you're exactly. not even allowing me to cuss. <laughs> and that's pretty hard. That is pretty harsh. Yeah. Because when, when we <laughs> with did. With Shannon, it's, it's the comma. What you had to say yeah. When we the did cast. the podcast last time with the other show, I mean, it was all over the place. But yeah. people who know me Star already. Star got very frustrated with you. <laughs> he had a lot of editing to do. He did have a lot of editing. because He had us. a lot of editing with you, too. I was an angel. You're never an angel. I was an angel. Like Halo and everything. Full of. <laughs> Let me do it for you. <laughs> beep. Full of beep. <laughs> full of beep. All right. Deep fair full of beep. Yep. <laughs> I'm full of deep beep. Okay. Well, I'm <laughs> going to bed. <laughs> I have to pull a beef on you. I'm going to bed. Do to do. You're gonna. Oh, he said I'm going to bed. I thought. I thought you said you're. I'm gonna make a bet. So I'm like what? <laughs> oh no no. Okay. Going to bed. Take it easy, my brother. Man, that's early. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. We will see you oh, next week. It, I, I'm, uh, I'm still more into Star Trek, so let's watch it again. <laughs> Y'all, we appreciate you listening. All hundred and some odd of you. Good night, guys. Hey, you. We, hey, we appreciate. What do we have? 121. 121. We see you guys. Thank people. you. Yeah, people. Not downloads. People. So that's yes, really cool. it's awesome. Yeah. We will see you guys next time. Bye-bye. This has been an episode of the Strange New Worlds Fancast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being with us. If you'd like to hear more shows like this one, you can find us at strangenewworlds.podbean.com for more podcasts on Strange New Worlds. If you'd like to contact us, you can hit us up via email at strangenewworldsfancast at gmail.com or on Twitter at Trek 
underscore worlds. We are a part of the Lone Wolf Podcast Network. And to hear more of this cast and other casts like it, you can check us out at lonewolfpodcasts.com. Once again, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time.